Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Nobody else is happy as the weekend except for me. It was a tough one getting to work this morning. I ain't even gonna lie. Why? I don't know. I was just extra tired this morning. That's yes. what happens by the end of the week. Plus, we had that jump a spring ahead one hour. So I think this week had a lot of people off. Well, I've been looking forward to the weekend because as I told y'all, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is on now on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a DC fan. I think DC sucks. But I will be watching the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League tonight on mm-hmm. HBO Max. And the Versus tomorrow with my favorite rapper of all time, Ghostface Killer. And the man who uh, probably is the architect of... Is the architect of probably my favorite rap album of all time, only built for Cuban links, Raekwon the Chef. Mm-hmm. So I am here for a great weekend, damn it. And I got some new edibles. Whoa. Can't wait. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in pain this morning. Why are you in pain? I um I can't eat pineapples, like no fresh pineapples. And I think yesterday I had something that had pineapples in it. And now my stomach is killing me. Are you allergic to pineapples? No, it's not an allergy. It's more like a sensitivity, I think, because they're very acidic. Uh, so if you ever eat, sometimes you eat certain things. Yeah, tuna fish from Jersey Mike's. Tuna fish from Jersey Mike's <laughs> runs right <laughs> through me. I figured that out. I actually went to the doctor uh, earlier this week because I was having really bad gas and I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, what? You know, my diet is That's pretty not regular. what my problem is. My diet's pretty regular. <laughs> Goodness so gracious. I, when I, when yesterday I realized, I said, it's the tuna fish from Jersey Mike's. That's what gives me the really bad, stinky gas. Now, for me, it's White Castle. If I ever have White Castle, yeah. that's why I stay away from well, it. Well, you need to grow up. You shouldn't be eating that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just just <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. You know, I only, I only ever had White Castle <laughs> once in my life. Only once? Well, because I got so sick, I never could eat it again. I can't even smell it. Mm-mm. Yeah, now, nah, I grew up with White Castle a block away, and mm. that was lunch all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, if I, I have love it, myself. If I have it now, you just stay away from me for about a good, you know, 24 hours. Mm-mm. But how did you fix your <laughs> problem, right. E? I, I haven't. It's just, it's nothing I could do about it. It's going to just make my stomach like hurt and cramp for like a few hours and then it goes away. But no, but you ain't up on a ladder and your butt starts to apply the diarrhea. Diarrhea, no. <laughs> no, it, it's not that. It just gives you like really bad. If you ever have, if you have any type of like sensitivity to certain things that are acidic, like some people just can't eat pineapple. I thought it was an allergy, but they said it would be way worse if it was an allergy. It's more just like a sensitivity. Okay. All right. Well, guess what? Today is Friday. It is Friday. Yes, it is. And, you know, eating pineapples is usually a good thing on Friday. It you is. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they said it makes everything taste better, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it does. Unfortunately, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> okay. Well, it's still Freaky Freaky Friday. So we have uh, two, I want to call them freaks. Two women joining two, us this morning. T- two women, they they, they they lead the whore hive, okay? Mandy and Wheezy, mm-hmm. horrible decisions will be here this morning. That's right. <laughs> okay? Should be, it should be very interesting. It's Freaky 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 Friday. Yes, Just keep your mind open, freaks. Okay. All right? All right. <laughs> and other things open as well. All right, we got front page news next. 
Yes, and let's talk about this vaccine. Now, Joe Biden is uh, meeting the promise that he's made about the U.S. having a certain amount of doses ahead of schedule. We'll tell you what that is. Where do we stand? How do we make sure that by the 4th of July that there's some degree of normalcy? All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with a horrifying story that had a good ending. Elizabeth Grisby, she left her vehicle running when she went to drop off a DoorDash food delivery. And while she did that, two suspects jumped in her SUV and her one-year-old daughter, by the way, was inside. Mm. So police did issue an Amber Alert for Royalty Grisby. She was in the backseat of her mother's vehicle. It was about 2 a.m. while this delivery was being made and... Uh, Police did chase the suspects. They did not stop. But fortunately, they did find uh, royalty. She was found yesterday afternoon, about 13 hours after she went missing. There were no immediate details on her return, if she had any injuries. But she and her mother have been reunited. She had said, I just want my baby home. I don't even care about nothing in the car. I don't care about none of that stuff. I just want my baby. That's all I'm worried about. And where was this? This was where? I didn't hear where you said it was. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, so the the baby, the baby's good. Yes, they found the baby. Okay. Uh, fortunately, but there was Amber Alerts going off all yesterday because I had uh, these conference calls. One of the people from Atlanta, and all during the call, all these Amber Alerts. But that's good news because you can imagine. So when uh, you leave, hmm? so he didn't. They, he didn't want the baby. He wanted the car. I'm sure he probably wanted yeah. the car. Yeah. Okay. Good. They probably didn't even know the baby was in the back at first. I'm sure. Good. When I first heard that, I'm like, man, st- stuff like that is what gives, like, makes my anxiety go through the roof. Having young kids, people snatching up one year olds too. Like, it's like, what the hell is there a market for kids that age? So being that it's the car, it's like, okay, please. Yeah, right. I mean, they found her car. The suspects the, uh, and the baby were not inside when they found the car, but they did announce that one suspect, a teenage boy, was in custody and the girl was still missing. And they're not naming the suspect because he's a minor. Yeah, you got to be careful, especially in, in Atlanta. I know there are burglarizing cars, they're robbing cars. So even if you're doing DoorDash or a lot of people just running to the ATM or running inside, you got to lock your doors. You got to cut the car off. You got to lock the doors, even a second, because that's what they were doing. inside, wait. but... But what about the baby inside? Do you leave a one-year-old while you're running in to uh, do a no. delivery? No, nah, you don't leave no. a one-year-old in the car. <laughs> Absolutely not. That was irresponsible of, of right. that individual. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to the ATM, right, and the car is right there, what do you do? You have to bring the baby with you? I'm just curious. I don't have... If you're going to the I ATM... I can imagine... Well, if yeah, you go let's to the ATM, yeah, you bring the baby with you. Or if you go into the ATM, you got to lock the door. You lock the door and then you walk right in, do it, and come right out. You can't leave your car start. You're, you're running. Or you find a drive through ATM. I'm not, I don't know. That's got to be so yeah. scary, man, and hard because I know you, you're probably like, I'm just going to run right here, run right back. It'll be less than a minute. And then bang, hey, something man. like that happens. But that's a lesson learned for everybody. Definitely can't leave the key in the car running. Yeah, I was always taught uh, things happen fast. All right. Now, Joe Biden announced yesterday that his administration will deliver on their promise to get 100 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine into the arms of Americans in the first 100 days. He said 58 days into our administration that they have met that goal. And that is weeks ahead of schedule. So right now they're saying approximately 115 million total COVID-19 vaccine doses have been administered. And about 16.5 million of those doses were administered on the Trump administration, by the way. So they said as of Thursday, 65% of people age 65 or older had received at least one shot and 36% have been fully vaccinated. Damn, already? Mm Mm-hmm. That seemed fast. It seemed like last week it was like 10%. Unless I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, no, this is happening pretty quickly. So, and uh, 
a lot of places are saying that pretty soon, you know, everybody will be able to get it. So we shall see. All right. And that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Man, this is Nick G from Michigan, man. And I got a problem with that Sean, Sean Stone character. Well, let's go, Nick G. Let's go. Man, he always calling up there crying about stuff, man. Like, he always, oh, I've been calling for 10 years. And uh, you always want to disrespect me. Man, you suck at rapping. <laughs> trap killed you. Stop calling up there emotional as hell. Like, just, just let it go. I can guarantee you just made Sean Stone even sadder this morning, okay? Sean Man, Stone. I hope so. And I hope he tried to drop a song on me or something. You, you, you. But anyway. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and, and then my, and then my, uh, my second thing I want to say is, man, I want to give a shout out to my wife, Keisha Guyton. We've been married for about six months. We've known each other for about 11 years. Man, she turned me from a thought into a husband. There you go. Hey. Uh, she got my credit, bro. I just got braces. I'm 33. I just got invisible. You got braces and good credit. Hey, hey, bro, bro, I'm trying to tell you, my wife is the best wife in the world. So, baby, when you hear this, just buy me some more Jordan. And, uh, what? I disagree. You're a child. I disagree. My wife is the best wife in the world. But, nah, you know. mine is hey. the best wife in the world. Sorry, sirs. Hey, hey, well, his, his is the best wife for him. Like yeah. That. Yeah, you're supposed to think like that. I appreciate my wife so much, man. We got four kids. She handles virtual school while I'm out here on the road at work. And uh, she's amazing, man. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate you. And Sean Stone is the best rapper in the world because he's supposed to think that. No, no. Well, he's the only person that <laughs> believes that. True. Hello, who's this? Hey, y'all. It's a special needs mom calling again. Hey. hey. What's your name? Lena. I don't want to call you special <laughs> needs mom. Good morning, Lena. Get it off your hey. chest. Okay, so I know it's Freaky Freaky Friday, so I want to speak my shot at Charlamagne the God. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Charlamagne, I know you're a producer and you into, like, TV and stuff, so I want to shoot my shot. I think it would be really dope if somebody did a docu-series on mental health and special needs parenting because I know black people are 20% higher to have mental um, disabilities, but it's even higher for parents with special needs kids. I think it would be dope if somebody tapped into that. Nobody has really tapped into that yet in the TV world. So I just wanted to shoot my shot, and y'all can follow me on Instagram at mm. HotMobLena with two A's, and you can follow my business page at Social Creations with two underscores at the end. Word. Okay. We, can, we can unpack that. All it's, right, it's, it's worth a, it's, I'm, I'm going to hit you on the DM. That's a conversation. Hello, who's this? Yo, Envy, what's going on, bro? It's Melo. Melo, what's up, bro? All right, so boom, right? First off, how you doing, Guy? How you doing, Charlemagne? Peace, hey, Mello. Mello. How you doing, King? Stay out of trap Mello. DMs. I don't know if you've been back, but continue. Mello sings I like an angel. So, boom. First off, Guy, did you enjoy the singing video I sent Yes, I let everybody hear it. Oh, I appreciate that. All right, so, boom. I have a serious question. People keep calling me petty. So, a conversation came up of proposing at other people's weddings. And I'm like, personally, if you're proposing my wedding, I'm dying at your funeral. Am I wrong for that? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, you right. are wrong for that. Yes, you are wrong because you shouldn't throw your life away just because somebody was wild, disrespectful, and inappropriate. All right, so I should renew my vows at their wedding. Nah, you should have them kicked out of yours <laughs> before you she before she even gets a chance to say yes. At that point. Huh? The spotlight already off me at that point, man. Yeah, but that's disrespectful. Nobody, by the way, nobody would do that. Nobody would be that disrespectful. You know nah. how arrogant and narcissistic I you gotta seen be. A video. Huh? I seen a video of somebody proposing at somebody else's wedding. Nah, I don't believe you. I was so serious. That's Here's a, mellow singing. Here's mellow singing. By the way. Is that the one you sang to Trav? Nah. That's the easiest song nah. to sing in the world, by the way. <laughs> Did he hear you sing Why it? Why you hated on his singing? Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's, the song, that's, the, that's the song everybody picked. You in the shower, you in the bathroom at the house. You sing it. And if I ever fall in love again. Yeah, get your farts ready. Let's get it ready. <laughs> Whatever. It's just, it's, that song is the easiest, it's the oh easiest note to carry. Did it work for you? <laughs> <laughs> I sound just like Trav. I'm <laughs> uh, not Trav. I sound just like Mellow. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, it is up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Camille from Brooklyn. Hey, Camille from Brooklyn. Get it off your chest. So, first of all, good morning, guys. Good morning, Angela, Charlemagne, and DJ Envy. Good morning, Camille. Good morning. Because um, I've been trying to buy a house, and this market is ridiculous. I keep getting outbid by, like, $10,000, and I feel like every time I save a little bit more, I need more. And it's just me and my kids live in a studio apartment, and I'm just trying to save as much as I can. And it's, like, <laughs> it's frustrating. Yeah, no, it's an aggressive market right now. Wait, where are you looking? I'm looking in New Jersey, um, the Newark area, uh, which isn't the safest area, but I'm trying to look in the safe neighborhoods in Newark because I can get the most for my money. Mm -hmm. And it's just like everything gets snatched up by investors or like no one wants to get people who actually want to live in the house at hand. People are waiving inspections, waiving appraisals. Yeah. And it's like, I got my kids, so I need the house to be safe and I need to know before I get in there what I'm getting into, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's a tough market out there. And I know and Newark has a, a lot of areas in Newark that are pretty nice. But I just know that those areas are flying off the shelves, flying off the market. I, I know. Believe me. It's a, it's a tough one. And like, by the time we get to see the house, they already got like five, six offers. And I'm like, I didn't even wow. see it yet. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry, mama. But it, I mean, it's good for you buyers. Know I mean, it's good for sellers. Buyers, I know, is, is uh, paying over for a lot of properties right now, especially because money's low. Interest rates are they're shooting up a little bit. I know they were like 2.5 a couple of months ago. Now they got like 2.8 to, to, to 3.1. But keep looking, mama. You know what really helped me? Wow. Um, yeah. My realtor, well, first of all, I had more than one realtor. I don't know if you signed something to just be exclusive, but I had a realtor that actually got me a house before it was on the market. And that helped me a lot so that I didn't have to really compete with other people. She knew the developers. And so that's what helped me. Yeah, she tries to do that. If anything comes up before it hits the market, she definitely tells me about it. And I had one chance where I went and actually met the seller. And they wanted to sell me the home. And they're like, we'll just take it for asking. And she was like, you really should jump on it. But I didn't like the house at all. It, was, it wasn't it was for me. And I kind of regret right. it now. I'm like, yeah. I can't it. Because if I'm a seller, I'm, I'm going to put my house on the market because I know that people are paying over. So I'm going to let a bidding war happen. So it's going to be very difficult to get an off 
market home unless it's super duper expensive. But good luck. Keep trying. I'm, I'm sure you'll catch something out there that's for you, mama. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Good night. You too. I said good night. Good, good morning. Good <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, what up, baby? It's your boy, too. I'm from L.A., man. What's, What's up? up, East Coast family? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. What's hey. up, West Coast boy? Hey, Angela Yee. DJ Envy, what's going on? What up? How y'all doing? What you doing up so yeah. early on the West Coast? Well, just talk to y'all. I've been trying to talk to y'all since, you know, last month. I sent y'all some t-shirts, key circle, for all you guys. Last what kind month, of t-shirts? No, t-shirt. My father's t-shirt I got for me and my wife, you know, we built. And um, I got you, um, Angela Yee. Then I wear a shirt, um... um Charlamagne, it's not for you. It's for her, man. It's for females, all right? Well, you said, you, you said, said y'all. I got you and DJ Envy one for men, but don't wear hers, man. It's for her. But anyway, I got the um, it's for me. You guys know <laughs> I got for me for our kids. You know, how to keep them safe, man, because uh, I come from the streets. I grew up out there, and uh, and people don't get it, man, that uh, my kids are future, all right? And we, and, um, we, my wife talked to her, even we changed, we, we still talking about relationships, but now we adding on the kids, man. You know, after that pot smoke thing, I heard his mom on the radio. It touched me like, you know what, we got to talk more about kids now when we, when we do our, you know, our podcast. We got to talk more about that now. You don't you don't and, talk uh, about the kids on the podcast too much? No, we, we're doing it more now. So now I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to that, man, because, like, I've been married 30 years. I had a kid. You know, they grown now. But I didn't have no problem because of why I did it. I kept them home. I kept them safe at my house. I let them go nowhere. I let them spend out nobody's house, you know. I kept them at home, and it worked out, man. I just want to spread this. We want to spread this out every day. Yes, we sir. Calling you guys, we gonna call you guys. Y'all can give me that stage. I need, Charlotte, man. I need it. And my wife needs to be here. We need to push the line five days a week to our folks. Let them know. Look, your kid just played all day with this kid. He ain't gotta go around the corner, and he ain't gotta go sleep in nobody's house. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, you know something. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know what the hell you talking yeah, about. I was you lost that T-shirt. Me. I was lost at him saying the T-shirt. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how you got to the podcast, but thank you, man. That, that. What you, are you talking about your kids staying with I other was, people? I, I don't low, know what's going on you. But you looking at me like you understood what he was saying, so I just let it go. I said, maybe it's just me. No, I was I lost the T-shirt. You said he sent a T-shirt, so Charlamagne don't wear, don't wear Yee's T-shirt, Mm-mm. and then he went to podcast and got talked more about I mean, y'all ain't had to hang up on him like that and be so rude, because I would like to know what he was talking about. Do you really? Yeah, I want him to explain himself. <laughs> no, I'm good. I will say, when I was young, growing up, my parents didn't let me spend the night at anybody's house either. And he was saying something about not letting your kids spend the night out. I don't let my kids spend the night out. Yeah, not mine. Not in this crazy not, world. Uh, not mine either. Mm-hmm. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Daniel Day Kim during a press conference. He was talking about all the anti-Asian violence and rhetoric that's been going on. And we'll tell you what he had to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Daniel Day Kim. There you go. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, actor Daniel Day Kim has been speaking out against all this anti-Asian violence, and he actually uh, put out a powerful message to Congress. It was at a congressional hearing that took place yesterday, and here's what he had to say about an incident that actually happened to his own sister. My sister was the victim uh, of a hate crime uh, in 2015. She was a marathon runner, and she was running in her own neighborhood when a man driving a car came up to her and yelled at her to get on the sidewalk when she was running on the shoulder. She she said she would do that, and the man then backed up and hit her with her car. When my sister turned around and and was shocked and and told him that she just hit me, he backed up the car 
And as my sister was walking away, hit her again, Damn. knocking her to the ground. Damn. Now, here's what else Daniel Day uh, Kim had to say about that incident. This man had a history of violence toward other Asian women. But when it got time to prosecute him, the DA was was telling my sister that we'll never get a hate crime. You should just hope for whatever you can get. And he ended up getting convicted of reckless driving when he used his car as a weapon to kill my sister. Hmm. See, first of all, I want to send uh, condolences to the family. I know that happened a while ago, but, you know, I'm still sending healing energy to his family. But I wish that more of us realized it's us versus white supremacy. Us is black, Latinos, Asians, Jewish people, Native Americans, every other. It's us versus white supremacy. Good white people who aren't allies, but 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 need to be accomplices. It's all of us against white supremacy. The problem is a lot of others think they are white too. And if they aren't trying to assimilate into whiteness, they love white people more than they love themselves and their own people. But guess what? They don't love you. The day we realize it's us versus white supremacy and really unify against white supremacy, we can change things in this country. Well, Daniel Day Kim was also on a round table with George Takei. And here's what George Takei had to say about the history of violence against Asians in America. A violence against Asian is as old as American history. The Chinese were used to lay the tracks across uh, America to, con to bind the, the two coasts together. They worked hard on uh, the railroad, but this fact is little known. And even m more unknown is the fact that many of those Chinese laborers were shot down when it came came time to be paid. Those their bodies are buried under the tracks. Mm. Hey man, once again, it's us versus white supremacy. Black, Latinos, Asians, Jewish people, Native Americans, us versus white supremacy. Good white people, y'all got to get down to, but we need allies, not accomplices. It's us versus white supremacy. All right, now Teen Vogue's new editor is out of a job after some backlash over some old tweets. And she posted about it. She actually uh, stepped down because of some old tweets that had resurfaced. She said, and her name is Alexi McCammon. I became a journalist to help lift up the stories and voices of our most vulnerable communities as a young woman of color. That's part of the reason I was so excited to lead the Teen Vogue team in its next chapter. My past tweets have overshadowed the work I've done to highlight the people and issues that I care about, issues that Teen Vogue has worked tirelessly to share with the world. And so Condé Nast and I have decided to part ways. I should not have tweeted what I did. And I have taken full responsibility for that. I look at my growth and work in the years since and have redoubled my commitment to growing in the years to come as both a person and as a professional. I wish the talented team at Teen Vogue the absolute best moving forward. Their work has never been more important, and I will be rooting for them. What was the tweets? Now, I've been looking all over to find the actual tweets, uh, the racist tweets. She was mocking the appearance of Asian people and perpetuated stereotypes about them, and they had previously surfaced back in 2019 and I haven't found the actual tweets. I just know that that's what it was, the gist of it. I, I don't I don't know how, you know, people are going to survive if you don't allow people to make mistakes. Like, I really don't understand how this society is going to continue to, you know, allow this to happen. Like, y'all y'all know that that's not sustainable, right? Y'all setting a standard of perfection and purity that's just not there. Like, there's literally nobody you could probably dig into and, and, and find something that you could be outraged about now. And then you're going to get rid of them for it? Like... What happened? There's no redemption at all. Nobody's allowed to grow. Nobody's allowed to evolve no more. Right. Well, you know, she stepped down from that. People had some issues. 
We can't. We're not going to. They're actually getting that position. We're not going to survive like this as a people. It's just, it's not sustainable. It's just not. All right. Let me ask you this. What if it was somebody that was like, you know, like the chief sergeant that uh, recently was talking about the shooter in Atlanta? Well, and that, then they were talking about some. Now, somebody like that in that position, well, even if it's old tweets, should they have to step down? Well, that's different because you could tell by his language now that he hasn't grown. Mm -hmm. There's nothing there. There's like, no that's, who, that's who he is. Right. Like you, you, right. you use those tweets to connect the dots, you know, to me. I use but By the way, his posts weren't even old. That was recent mm -hmm. anti-Asian rhetoric yeah, cause, that, that he posted. Yeah, because of the last year. coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Coronavirus. that was last year. But I'm saying, like, if in, like, 10 years he was trying to do something, does that matter? Yes, I think so. Stakes are higher. Because yeah, of the and, 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 and he's in a position of, he's a police officer. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like when you're a uh, running for political office or you're a police officer, to me, that's 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 a little a little different because you can't be biased at all in any of those mm -hmm. positions. Right. Like you can't be right. prejudiced. You can't mm -hmm. have any. You got to be very objective in those situations and right. those positions. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, oh, look, I found the tweet. All right, I'll tell you guys what it is later. I just found one of them. Um, yes, we are going to be talking about what's going on with um, the NFL. They have reached a new deal. Okay, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Mountain Dew is partnering with HBCUs in an effort to uplift the next generation of badass black innovators and entrepreneurs with the Real Change Opportunity Fund Pitch Competition. Empowering students to go out and do is it mountaindew.com slash real change to enter? Yeah. Morning, yeah. everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Gee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front that page. That song still makes me happy every time I hear it. Oh, crazy? All right. Well, let's get mm -hmm. into some front page news. All right. The NFL has reached a landmark 11 year, $110 billion media distribution agreement with some media partners. This deal runs from 2023 through the uh, 2023, 2023 through the 2033 season. And it's also expanding the NFL's digital and streaming presences. So let's talk about what they are doing. They're giving Thursday night football exclusively to Amazon Prime Video, by mm. the way. So, so, so Thursday nights. Okay. Mm hmm. If y'all got, I mean, do a lot of people have Amazon Prime video? I do. I got it. Because mm -hmm. I have Amazon Prime. So, <laughs> all right. Now, CBS retains its Sunday afternoon AFC package, but in its new multi-platform agreement, all games will be broadcast on the CBS TV network and streamed live on Paramount Plus, Viacom CBS streaming service. And that is their longest running media partner, by the way, CBS. ESPN keeps Monday Night Football. And ABC acquires the rights to televise two Super Bowls, the 2026 and 2030, along with exclusive regular season games. This is a lot. Mm -hmm. um, ESPN Plus subscribers can stream one international series game on an exclusive national basis every season. And that starts in 2022 and covers 11 years. Fox retains its Sunday afternoon NFC package originally acquired in 94. That includes America's Game of the Week, the most watched show in all TV for the last 12 seasons. And they also expanded their digital rights for NFL programming. NBC continues to produce Sunday Night Football. And NBC's um, Peacock, NBC Universal streaming service will deliver an exclusive feed of a select number of NFL games over the course of the agreement. NFL Network also continues with a select schedule of exclusive NFL games each year. Man, how many deals oh. did they do? That's a lot. <laughs> I know. Like, Jesus this is crazy. Christ. There's even more. I just tried to give you some highlights. <laughs> 
So I'm, yes, uh, Monday Night Football. I mean, I'm not, you got to meet people where they are, right? <laughs> I mean, people are on all all type of different platforms. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of different deals in different that is places. A lot of different deals in different places. I thought that you, you had to have it. exclusive rights with networks. I guess not no more. Nope. It's like Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night. All right. Now let's talk about what's going on with President Joe Biden. Some remarks that he made that Russian leader Vladimir Putin does not like. And right now he is saying that the relationship between the two countries is very bad. So in case you haven't heard those comments, here is Joe Biden. So, you know, Vladimir Putin, you think he's a killer? Mm hmm. I do. <laughs> well, that was straight to the point. <laughs> I thought America- and by the way, he's not backing down from it. He's like. You know, I'm being direct. That's what I think. I thought America and Russia were best friends last year, though. I guess Donald Trump. Trump. Different president. Different president. Well, maybe Joe should have been like, we can be friends, too. Just not like how you and Trump was. I don't know. Right. Now, Putin did say that he wants to offer President Biden the opportunity to continue their discussions, but he wants to do it live online without anything pre-recorded in an open and direct discussion. He said, it seems to me it would be interesting both for Russian people and for the U.S. people, as well as for many other countries. So according think, to the White House press secretary, they said they weren't sure if that call would be something the administration would entertain. That would be hilarious. They can't do that. Especially if Putin starts off speaking something in Russian and then the translator says, Putin says, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. That would be <laughs> hilarious. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you. All right. Now, when we come back, it's Friday. So you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. coming. What's, the, what's, our, what's our music? Y'all didn't tell me that this is what you were doing. We've been doing this for 10 years. Really? Bro. Every interview that you do is a Freaky Friday? You interview? know that's a Freaky, Freaky, Freaky wow. Friday. Wow. Wow. You guys want to try it again? <laughs> nope. I lost the moment. <laughs> we have the leaders of the Horror Hive coming. That's right. Mandy B and Wheezy. Horrible decisions from the Horrible Decisions podcast. That's right. So we're going to talk to them next. We're going to be talking about all types of kinky stuff, all types of things that Charlemagne loves. Open your mind. Mm-hmm. Open your butts. And condoms where... Uh, and relax. Well, you'll hear it when we come back. Yes. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Andy B and Wheezy from Horrible Decisions. They are horrible decisions. (laughs) They're not from, they are horrible decisions. Someone else is a horrible decision in here. And you be doing some too, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, listen, you guys are not horrible decisions. You have a show called Horrible Decisions. There we go, there we go. That is a good question. Where did that name come from? I mean, it's a a pun. It's a play on the word whore, right? But... Mandy and I were trying to come up with a name for like a fun podcast that had to do with sex but liberation and so horrible was just a play on the word and uh, I wanted to call it a horrible night and she was like no nah because we, we have a lot we have a lot of horrible nights <laughs> true some true. horrible decisions you know what I love about Mandy and Wheezy they represent the essence of what podcasts are because both of y'all come from the corporate world right yeah I was an accountant uh, so I worked at Goldman and EY I did public accounting uh, for a little over two years and got my degrees and she was in tech and then here we are on the weekends I was literally going into my job from like just having fun Mm -hmm. like buying clothes at H&M to go into the office because that's you know that's the kind of lifestyle she's not gonna want to say this but (laughs) our first episode really came about because we were like man what what could we talk about and at the time there was a condom stuck inside of Mandy and I said oh my god that's happened to me too and see it's happened to so many women right but 
we're not necessarily talking about it or putting it on front street but to sit in the office one with one up there and then you got to go to the gyno so that was the birth of our first episode and although in the beginning it was trivial and kind of embarrassing to mm-hmm. tell the stories over time, women were excited to like join in those stories with us. So. Yeah. How do condoms get stuck in one's vagina? They just slide right off. Charlamagne Men don't know maybe the problem. size. I don't know if you guys know. Charlamagne has had that problem too. You talked to me many times that, about that, but go ahead. Generally, it okay, happens when a condom's too you? big for you. Hey, so Emmy and Charlamagne, you guys had a condom issue too? Anyway, Mandy and Weezy. So the condom, right? So what? Because that would seem like, why would a condom fall off? Well, men are like so focused on wearing condoms that are too big for them or buying the biggest one. They just love to pull out that gold wrapper. In reality, it's way more unsafe because there's too much room and a bunch of (laughs) could get in, which could lead to STDs. So you really should be wearing one that's fit for you. But when you're not and it slides off, it gets stuck somewhere. So yeah, it didn't come out for two days. So we went to the gyno, got tested, and then they had to pull the condom out. tell you when you google it there are a lot of things that pop up it's like bear down i was I, i've squatted on top of the sink i didn't know what to do so it has nothing to do with size when you call your guy and what do you say i'm just curious hey god what's going on hey how you feeling they heard everything at the hey gyno. there's a condom stuck in my <laughs> help <laughs> and you know that was a birth of horrible decisions we knew we made it from there what was. does your doctor tell you though he'd be like this too shall pass and you just gotta wait <laughs> You just gotta wait till the condom slides Pretty much, up. pretty much. I mean, I've had, I mean, I've had my friends take like makeup sponges out. Like, I mean, we, makeup sponges. Yeah, that's a whole nother story though, and we talk about that on the pod as well. A makeup sponge in your vagina. <laughs> so it's supposed to cause a barrier for right your uterus when you're bleeding, and a lot of uh, sex workers or strippers use it so that they could still work, but. It shouldn't be used for sex. You <laughs> should just give it a few it sh- days. It shouldn't. It or shouldn't. power through. And have you ever had something stuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think, well, I was going to say with the condom thing, we call that sagnums when guys wear condoms. That Sag- are sagnums. <laughs> right, and then you have to actually let the guy get it out for you. That's kind of like what you're supposed to do. He's Girl, he pulled out his cell phone, had the flashlight. That's we could not worst. find it. <laughs> I swear. I had the same. <laughs> it made me feel like, I'm like, it's not the black hole. I mean, it is, but it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all realize you didn't answer the question though, right? Y'all realize you y'all asked you I, was like, I was explaining to you what's supposed what happened. You're <laughs> really good at this, okay? But I did sometimes think that I had a tampon stuck in me because I had um sex the night before and I knew I was on my period and I woke up the, in the morning like where is it? But I guess at some point I took it out or he took it out. But I did go to the doctor because I didn't know where it was. And the doctor was like, there's nothing here. So, so many fine. people lose that tampons. Happens. They're not sure if they took it out or maybe you were drinking. You're like, where did I put it? Is it in me? That's the word. <laughs> if you have to ask, is it in me? It's not big enough. Has the podcast Horrible Decisions had any like negative impact on y'all romantic relationships? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised. Like, uh, not that my wholeness has been deleted, but I am just a hope for one person. Uh, and I've been in a relationship for almost a year, and I'm so happy. But I didn't, I didn't know that it would have been possible. Not with this show. No. Um. I mean, I fell in love with someone that, in the end of it, was just like, I can't be with you with this job. And he met me because he liked my job at first. Right? Was wow. a fan of the show, but. I think really what happens is just it's not necessarily what the men I date think of me or the women. It's more so what everyone else has to say. People mm-hmm. can't handle that pressure. But that's a confidence issue, a security mm-hmm. issue. You know, I actually had someone mention Ange to me before. It was this girl I dated. She was like, well, lip service, like you could do a sex podcast and just interview people. You don't have to put your business on Front Street. But I think that's what's so cool about the two things, right? Mm-hmm. Like one podcast is so good at getting 
celebrities and other people to tell their intimate details. Mm -hmm. But we're popular because we share our own. I mean, we've we've gone on tour, though, and we've met so many women who, who, like, come and say we changed their lives as far as their confidence, as far as their relationship. We've saved them in the bedroom. Um, And so I, I really think it's important what we do. And not to be ashamed, I think there is a lot of shame around sex. So when we come in talking about kinks and opening the idea of non-traditional, non-monogamous type of relationships, we're opening the eyes to a lot of things that we weren't even taught growing up. Mm-hmm. I think that is it's just really, really, really important. I wonder if and God- I think for black women in particular, there's a lot more of a stigma about talking about sex. Like white women can get away with it a lot more. Absolutely. But as black women, That's true. Yeah. You know, they're like, you're a whore. Why is she talking like that? She's disgusting. No man. And, or you're fast. You know, that's why that's why I started lip service, just because I felt like black women didn't really have the space to talk about, you know, things that were happening. I mean, that's, go in, Weezy. That's the trailblazing <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like you're a pioneer for talking about sex for people of color. Right. Because we've got Dr. Ruth and a bunch of white girls that jumped out and said it. But we're not doing anything new. We're just doing it in a different way. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many celebrities and like or sex workers that talk about sex. But to see girls that got a nine to five and like. Oh, I had a threesome last night, and here I am in the office. Like, that's really our lives. Now we're just entrepreneurs that do it, but... Mm-hmm. You know, even in the podcast space, right? You got podcasts like Guys I F***ed and Call Me Daddy and those white women can talk about... I love that you both of those names. I just what love it. it. That's you not told the name? me f- about their names, but it's cool. Keep going. <laughs> no, that's not the name for real. <laughs> Guys, we f- Now, Guys We F***ed has been around a long time, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I've been like, on the podcast. They're definitely yeah. podcast OGs. But um, advertisers aren't afraid of them, even though they talk about sex and they're white. But they're like, even though y'all numbers are crazy. You should talk about that experience with the black effect with us. Yeah, that's what I mean. Horrible decisions does crazy, crazy numbers. But advertisers act like they're scared of horrible decisions. And I'm like, why? It's just it's two black women talking about sex. But you advertise with call me daddy. You advertise with guys. We like that's just that's not bias. I don't know what is the ideas we bring to the table. Like, I mean, we had an episode where a trans woman came on with a man who claimed he was transphobic. And by the end of it, he was hugging her like, you're my sister. Like, we really try to break barriers and show things in a different way. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we also do we, we focus, too, on kinks. Like, we want to destigmatize the concept of kinks, specifically in the black community. Mm-hmm. So we've had someone who was into a diaper fetish. We've had someone who's come in and... Excuse me? <laughs> mm-hmm. What is a diaper fetish? ABDL. Like, it's an adult baby diaper life. Some yeah. But what I know is he basically, and he was so eloquent, which made it even better. Because you can't have nobody come on and be like, yeah, I want to in my diaper. Now, he likes to in a diaper and have his wife I think change it's pee. His, no, he said he's he's pooped in a diaper. <laughs> and then she, she takes... With the diaper on? Well, the he, he wears it to the gym. He, he wears it to our episode. He loves the feeling of it. Did you guys date somebody that wore a diaper all day long and just wanted to... Well, I don't like sub. I, I like dating dom dom dominant men and um Same. and submissive women, but uh. I, I, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if, uh, for, to me, putting on a diaper is somehow a humiliation fetish, okay. right? Yeah, and it's so if I want submissive. someone in power, like it wouldn't turn me on. But I mean, no shade to it, you know. He wants you to wear the diaper. Put this on. I ain't gonna hold you. I would. I would put on a diaper. I would do. I mean, I'm a pleaser. So when I'm with my partner, I would try a lot of things. And I'm now getting more into being a sub. I was super dumb. Mm -hmm. You would put a diaper on if he want to do it. Sure. But he would have to. Like, would would, you Google? Yeah, but I would love him maybe to put on like one of those furry butt plugs too, and walk around with like a little foxtail. Is a furry butt? What? (laughs) (laughs) It basically has a tail at the end of it, so that you can see that there's something there. Um, You know, just a little extra additive. You know what I mean? Mario gets the leaf and the ears and the tail come out of Mario. It's kind of like an ornament for your ass. There we go. 
All right, we got more with Mandy B and Wheezy. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 Freaky Friday. And yes, we have Mandy B and Wheezy. The leaders of the whore hive, collectively known as Horrible Decisions. Now, what about the time y'all had that girl on the show who got a chain ran on about a cast of Star Wars? <laughs> So that was a that was a recent episode. Shout out to Tiana. That's that's a friend of mine. Well, no. So for so for her birthday, uh, she it was her thirtieth birthday, and she wanted to be uh, gang. She wanted to be rated by all of the guests at her party. She's she wanted to make it to thirty people, uh, but she only made it to twenty two, and they each got two minutes to trade her with either their fingers, a dildo, or her penis. While she had her man standing in front of her. What did Star Wars come into play? Oh, the lightsaber. Someone oh. use a lightsaber. Oh, use a lightsaber. Oh, oh, oh. Instead of penis? Yeah. She That's said why her... she stopped. That's why she ain't make it to 30. She said her man was in uh, in front of her the whole time with his penis in her mouth, so she felt very connected to him. Um, I just want to say, my 30th birthday is tomorrow, and I won't be doing anything but seeing my grandma. So... <laughs> hey! Happy born Get a lightsaber out! <laughs> what did your mom say? Does your moms and your family listen to the podcast? So, oh, our, our, moms our, moms, uh, our moms have been on the show. My mom loves Charlamagne. I don't know Who's why. My mom actually came with me to the uh to a brilliant idiots live show and she you and timberlands listen she was just like oh my god look how he wears his jeans and i said mom <laughs> I'm a white mom, but uh, no, I mean both of our moms have been truly uh, supportive. They've they've been to our live shows when we were on tour. They've both been on our shows. My mom shared a story um, about giving a man a heart attack in the middle of sex and having to dress him before the ambulance. My came. mom had sex with a man. His legs oh, came yeah. off later. It was bad. <laughs> So my mom was having sex with her partner at the time and I mean, you know, she's older. He was an older man and <laughs> he had a heart attack in the in the middle of sex. And so she called 911, of course, but she didn't want him to be naked when they came. So she didn't tell them what they were actually doing. So she got him dressed while he was there. And I don't she's a nurse. So I'm sure she was still trying to make sure he was alive. And then took, and then when the ambulance came, like she just said that he just had a heart attack. She didn't share that it was in the middle of sex. Did he die? No, he didn't die. Thankfully, I don't oh. think my mom would have ever been able to have sex again. Maybe he's uh, listening right now. <laughs> I wonder, did they have sex again? Did your mom have sex with that guy again? Yeah, no. <laughs> she got that killer. I'd be scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't wait to say that. Wait a minute now, and also your mom somebody's. <laughs> oh, so my mom was an old Studio 54 girl. She was one of the few black people in there, so I felt like everybody wanted to hit. But she said she was out with this guy. She said, you know, he had a cane. He told me something happened in the war, but he was fine. So she went to his place, and she said he had a little limp, but, like, it was cute. And so she said they had sex, and when they woke up, he asked her if she wanted breakfast. And she was like, yeah. She said he hobbled no, right out. Wait, she said she said she heard a click, click. Oh, click, click. <laughs> he clicked his legs off. That's right. <laughs> So, I don't know, maybe back in the 70s, who knows, but uh, yeah, he clicked his leg off. She called him Click Click, and she said she watched him walk to the kitchen with, uh, yeah. I'll shout out, I'm not trying to make fun of anyone who's disabled, by the way. We've by had way, visually impaired, had... disabled people on our show. Like, yeah. I just think the Click Click did. She said he put it down? <laughs> she said she don't remember. She said I must have been high if I let that happen. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Do you think that as times have changed from when we first started the podcast until now that people have gotten a lot more politically correct or had issues 
Oh man, anything. we've had oh, yeah, issues. We, we've had issues just even with conversations again. So like, we were not sex experts. We didn't go to school for this. We've literally grown into just learning as we go. We started this podcast four years ago, and over this time of learning, I mean, from the Me Too movement to the correct pronouns and and the the trans plight and and what they experience we've been called transphobic we've been and that's just from an interview that we had with someone else but without checking them so i mean we've done a lot of uh education on the back end as well just to make sure we're educating ourselves we don't want ever to offend anyone but we are also learning with our audience we're like unofficial sex educators right we we we're we're really learning with the audience a lot of times like we had on someone who was non-binary and just the way our brains are working we want to maybe say the word she or whatever it is without respecting that like this may be triggering for them and to be honest i was really embarrassed that it kept happening to to both of us but we were trying so hard uh to get it right and i think that's the thing is having people watch that with us as much as i was embarrassed of it in the moment knowing that like okay we're human we did it we were able to power through it and we learned why we shouldn't be effing it up even the conversation we have a lot with men and bisexuality like men just be like nah he gay it's like well nah, why, why are it is it's deeper, deeper than, than d- fluidity is a I real thing. That. It's just that we've been conditioned to think that your masculinity is in your hole, <laughs> and it's and not. It ain't. <laughs> what? <laughs> like men feel like you know, if if I have sex with men, I mean, they ain't gonna. I'm, I'm a top, or they're not gonna <laughs> me in the ass, and it's like, what? Who cares? Yeah, your manhood is not defined by the access to your hole. That's right, Peg the Stallion. Yeah. Power to the Peggers. That's a chapter in the Horrible Decisions book. I need to hear more. So pegging is a term coined by a man named Dan Savage. It's when some woman puts a strap on on and penetrates a man. And um, pop culture has shown it. Like, shout out to Broad City. I think that was like the first time people really got to see it. Mm -hmm. And then over time, like when we first started our show, Mandy was like, we can't talk about this. Black people ain't ready for this yet. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're calling her Peggy. Yeah, but that's, that's something I, I did in my past life uh, before I got into my relationship. And I mean, I enjoyed it again. Whatever, I, was, I would do it tonight. I, I mean, my man currently is not into it, but he's also respectful to the things that I've done, that I've tried, that I've experienced. And I enjoyed that power. But I also did have a lot of conversations as well with the men that I did it with because they battled with if, if this is something that anyone should ever know and i mean there was a lot of trust there but they did question but i'm a woman listen if you, if you can take a finger a woman, if you do something with a woman that doesn't make you gay no just doesn't. because they play with your hole but i couldn't look you in the eye afterwards especially <laughs> tell so the truth. just get it from the <laughs> <laughs> tell the truth mandy when you see guys that you pegged in the past yes what do you tell your girls like i pegged that no, I mean, I do have videos in my phone. Whoa. But again, anything done in the bedroom, whether someone's into kinks, like I said, we talked about golden showers, diapers. I think it's important that whatever you do, you do it with someone that A, you do respect. Mm-hmm. So I would never feel like I couldn't look someone in the eyes after we shared an intimate moment because there's still a level of respect there. If I shared the bed with you and I gave you all of me in that moment as well. So sometimes no. I get so nasty. I feel like I can't look somebody in the eye. Yeah, no, nah, I look I'd be like, in the okay. eye. I, I kiss them, we'll hug, we'll cuddle. Have you ever pegged a notable figure? Like somebody that the world may know? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What field? <laughs> Sports. You're a piggish <laughs> right now. You hate <laughs> what field? The the field of humans. Yeah. Human beings. Yeah. <laughs> people know him know, like people know this person? You know, definitely. I mean, definitely. I mean, Sorry. a lot of people know a lot of people. <laughs> is he a let's say if he is he a rapper? No, I don't. I've never been with a rapper. So he's probably like a ball well, player. Well, actually, wait, that was a lie. I've only been with one, but he don't really count because he ain't go platinum <laughs> or nothing. Oh. <laughs> so you a have? Ball 
You was feeling that popular one. How tall oh, was he? Oh, wait, I was he with him, fine. Too. Oh, yeah, he was fine. That was like a one-night thing in Miami. That doesn't count either. It does count. <laughs> women, we just... See, that's why I got my number, because I count them. I'd be like, let me put this in my notes. <laughs> How tall was the man you pegged? <laughs> I mean, that's the tallest man I have pegged. No, the one that's a celebrity. Uh, 6'10". Oh, he played ball. <laughs> he played ball. You finished or you done? <laughs> <laughs> that's what y'all say over here, right? <laughs> I want to know who he plays for. Who does he play for? Why are you so concerned you about who it is? Because Charlamagne want to call him. I want to know what he's averaging. <laughs> I want to know what he's averaging now. I ain't playing with you. He's, he's, you know. He's a catcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, man, we- All right, well, don't move. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday, and we're still kicking it with Mandy B and Wheezy from the Horrible Decisions Podcast. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Mandy B and Wheezy from the Horrible Decisions Podcast. Yee. You had to name a number percentage-wise. Like, what percentage of men do you think like things in their Oh my God, I would say at least 65. I think that we don't know because I mean, people I'm, aren't relaxed enough to try it or they don't feel like they're with someone trustworthy, right? It, like It has to do with, the, you'd be surprised, it has so much more to do with the woman, not the man. A lot of men have this trauma of not relinquishing power, not really, not really being themselves in the bedroom. Because think about how women treat you, right? Like if you don't even want to sleep with me tonight or you're not looking at me or you don't want my number, what are you, gay? It's like women perpetuate that homophobia a lot more than men sometimes and it's like, like a cycle because if men aren't comfortable enough to present something to women in in an open space why would they do anything with you there's a lot of consent issues actually that men have with women that they don't say right like being forced to have sex with someone because they don't want to be looked at a certain way it happens on both sides but as it pertains to homophobia though and doing things in your own like definitely i think women can do that (laughs) i've always told women to always make sure to put something in a guy's because then they can never disrespect you Soon as they get out of my But that's the problem too. Like, there's so many things in sex that should never be weaponized. You well, weaponize you, a eating. Come on now. You, no. Yes, you. See, how do you yeah. weaponize a eating? That's so vanilla. Like it, like, yo, that it's you, you talk to me. I'm like, yo, but you ate my. I feel like that's a pretty normal thing. That's, I, don't I thought that was a normal thing. Maybe I feel now. like I can't say, like, that you ate my He's going to be like, so? Eating is like now. kissing someone now. Yeah, nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Not four or no, five years ago, No, I don't ago, think though. so, Fandy. I don't think so. No? When younger artists come up here, they still don't eat They, They're lying. <laughs> how do you well, how do they get you to play records? Then? <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat that. <laughs> they should man like that's why we love people like a Tyler the creator and stuff because they be wild and fun like i'm so tired of that all like oh do this only oh, somebody gotta edit that let me say when younger artists come up here they don't Listen. Every time we have an artist, a younger artist come up, we should play it. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say that horrible decisions and even podcasts like Lip Service, would you say that they're acts of rebellion against like the dehumanization of black women? How sexuality is represented? That's ownership. You think about Lip Service, right? I think the thing with Lip Service that's interesting is when you watch somebody like that, like, and, right, you've been around for years and, like, you're talking about this? Like, it's like, oh, you know, you're making people... <laughs> did that sound really bad? It I didn't did. mean... I didn't it did. It sounded kind of... talking about this. I, 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 let me rephrase. I really didn't mean it that way. I meant, like, some, for someone that's a celebrity and, like... Envy's an ass. <laughs> he is. He is. Heavy on the ass. Heavy on the ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> I started lip services because there would be all these women who were like video models and in the magazines and you never would get to hear them speak. And so people would just like, you know, be fantasizing over these women, but I wanted to show who they were like personality wise and give them a platform. A lot of times it would be like guys interviewing them and it would be a different type of interview than when you're with your girls. But, but I also love that you did that because I mean, we there was a whole joke like hoes read books too. Like people assume like because we we suck, we can't have degrees or go to school or be intelligent or be smart because we like to do certain things. I, I don't really feel like I've ever had to dumb myself down for Agreed. horrible decisions, but people may look at it that way, right? Like they're always shocked when we say we've got a job, which is hilarious. You know, Mandy and I both own multiple businesses and have employees and and really work at our craft. We've toured on our own before we even had agents. Like the black effect is the first chance we really gotten to even sign a paper we've been mm -hmm. indie for so long and i think that knowing that it comes from someone that you may respect maybe you can listen because people already have in their minds that they can't hear somebody else do it like hearing a sex worker talk we have to ha treat those episodes with so much care because i don't want you to look at these people like they're beneath us because they're not you know sex i used to see you walking in wall street when you was on like lunch break yeah man. you was working in corporate america i'm like that's wheezy i know right you had on your your, your suit your, oh my god your, if you go on youtube and look at we used to go to the studio right after work the only reason we stopped doing our regular job to be honest is because people were started recognizing us and horrible oh, yeah. decisions came so big which is funny because people would tell me like you make all this money from corporate like why would you ruin your job talking about sex and the way that i started to see it change people's lives i was like it. Like, I'm always going to be able to go back to the office. This is my prime. And honestly, I wouldn't care to go back to a desk if we ever stop oh, podcasting. No, I ain't back. never going yeah. back to no desk. I just kind of miss the cheap insurance, to be honest. Oh, that part, too. The cheap insurance? Like, health yeah. insurance? Yeah, health man, insurance. do private insurance, like, $700. I just miss that cheap <laughs> shit. Being able to, like, you know, get that uh, the buy-in with the stocks for the company. But, I mean, now, I think what really our podcast has done for us that's cool we've both built different businesses you know mandy's selling feminine products i opened a podcast studio you come there and mm -hmm. like it's really been able to help us with other ventures that we never saw coming but I, the reason i say i'm not scared to go back is because if entertainment is a moment in my life then i'm cool with it y'all got merch with y'all right oh i got some stuff for y'all y'all ain't here but yeah i got the some black stuff for sex See, we oh, got to get y'all i want stuff. it it's just the boot t-shirt oh I, okay i'll get you that i do have a relax it's just the boot <laughs> and then you really do have to relax Charlemagne, so that that boot. I have up. had things in my before. I've never oh. denied it. Just these, right? Yeah, my wife has put fingers in my. Oh, that's, that's the starter kit to something no, else. No, it's not. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it's and not. Not. do you put your hands up there? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? I'm not a fan of that. I don't even like fingers in my. Though, so uh -huh. I don't even like. I gotta be. I you gotta, gotta spit on him first. Dude, you trying to put a dry finger in? I'd be like, bro, what porn did you watch that made you think the plugging the was fun for me? It's not. Spit on it. Yeah, do no, something. it's because of it's future. future. You gotta blame yeah. future. future. I'm gonna put my thumb, thumb in no. Oh. Yeah, that's that's who we're blaming. Well. Sometimes that'll just take it all the way back down to zero for me. <laughs> <laughs> just do that for all right. These young rappers I ain't doing it though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to the Horrible Decisions podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Type in horror, we pop up. That's right. <laughs> Weezy, Mandy, tell them, give them the website and stuff, where to buy merch. All yeah, that you guys stuff. can uh, buy merch. We have a really dope uh, sweater right now called Black Sexcellence. No kink shaming underneath it. Uh, amidst a whole bunch of other stuff. Last night I made a horrible decision. You guys can get that on Whorehive. Dot com. Um, and also, you can literally listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, but make sure you check us out on the iHeartMedia app.
Well, damn, do another commercial. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I love you. Know, I've been practicing. <laughs> she's about to take your job, Ange. That's what she's trying to do. <laughs> Thank you guys for having us. Thank you guys. Thank you. Peace, y'all. Thanks for having us. What well, interesting conversation. Yes, uh, salute to Mandy and Wheezy. Horrible mm-hmm. Decisions <laughs> Podcast. You can subscribe to the Horrible Decisions Podcast. Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, courtesy of the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. I think it was uh, Wheezy's birthday yesterday, too, right? Uh, Wheezy's born day was la, 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 Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. All Wednesday. Right. Well, happy birthday, Wheezy. Yes. Happy born day. She turned 30. All right. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has well, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion's Grammys performance got some complaints. They got about a, a few dozen FCC complaints. Some people were saying that it was obscene, pornographic. It's as if they were dancing in a strip club. Yeah, there was a stripper pole there. I mean, come on. And the outfits they were wearing and the movements they did were absolutely disgusting. This network should face very stiff penalties, Jeez. so on and so forth. They said uh, it was just about 80 complaints. That's not that bad. FCC, uh, I say this respectfully. Y'all didn't do that to Shakira. Y'all didn't do that to J-Lo at the Super Bowl. The FCC didn't do anything. People complained to them. Oh, they just complained. FCC ain't did nothing yet. Nah, nah. Okay. Well, to those yeah, 80 it's just people, the yeah. shut the F up forever. All right? If you didn't complain to well, Shakira or J-Lo, don't complain FYI, about Cardi and Megan. I think they did complain about The number Cardi of complaints for J-Lo and Shakira were about 1,300, just oh, okay. so you know. All right. Let me shut my yeah, dumb ass. Yeah, exactly. I think they did complain. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Why are you so hard? It what? was a lot more. <laughs> all right. Okay, I'm just a making sure that it's equals all across the Nobody board. Nobody brought That's up Shakira J-Lo. You had to bring him up. You said what? Nobody brought up Shakira J-Lo. No, had to go no, bring no, no, no. We did because that was the Super Bowl, and that was a much, much, much bigger uh, stage and In platform, platform than yep. the Grammys. So just, I just want to make sure. Y'all remember at that time how many complaints? Yeah. How many complaints there were? You don't. Know, you remember that? Everybody yeah, was complaining. Complaints. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. They well, Cardi B is is talking about the backlash. For WAP and yes, and she's saying, uh, you know, that she thinks that parents need to just raise their own kids and stop trying to let celebrities raise your kids. She said, I don't make music for kids. I make music for adults. Parents are responsible on what their children listen to or see. I'm a very sexual person, but not around my child, just like every other parent should be. My daughter doesn't need to listen to music to be empowered. Neither should your children. The only way to empower your kids is by talking to them, boost their confidence, and making sure they get a good education. I never, ever said that WAP was made to empower women. I'm just a freaky person, and this is not the first sex song ever made. Stop expecting celebs to raise how, how y'all demonizing Cardi more than you demonize the goddamn white supremacist that just sh- shot and killed eight people? He was just having a bad day, but I saw somebody yesterday compare Cardi to Hitler because of her Whoa. performance at the Grammys. No. Yeah, she posted it on her Instagram, and she was like, wow, I'm Hitler now? Like, come That's on. Crazy. How y'all demonizing her for a, a sexual performance more than you demonizing that the guy that just killed eight people? And crazy. just... Just to point out, that's why podcasts like Horrible Decisions and Lip Service are important for women to be able to feel like we're not being demonized for sexuality and things like that. We grown. Mm -hmm. So chill out. All right. Kanye West. Forbes is responding to the news of what Kanye West's valuation is because there's reports saying that he's worth nearly seven billion dollars. And I read to you guys the list that was submitted to Forbes, uh, you know, on behalf of Kanye West, as far as his net worth and what he has and his valuation. Well, Forbes is saying he's worth about one point eight billion dollars. Nowhere near the seven billion dollars. I had to get six point six then. 
Well, that came from Kanye's team. I mean, listen, I thought it was Cap yesterday, too, but I didn't want to sound like a hater. But I still think Kanye's on his way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With all of his strategic partnerships that he yeah, has with I Gap do. and Yeezy, I think he's definitely on his way. Right. Now, Ye according to Forbes, they said Yeezy is valued at $1.5 billion. Hmm. For cash and other assets, they have it at $160 million. Music catalog, $90 million. Skims, $64 million. And for Gap right now, they have it at $0. And the reason why is that they're saying that they haven't started selling the product yet. So you cannot put money on something that hasn't even sold one piece of clothing yet. It's just potential right now. I wish I would shame a person for not being worth $6.6 .6 just one point something please please yeah would you please please <laughs> kanye is doing a-okay all right drop one of clues bombs for kanye okay and he's on his way he's got a lot of strategic partnerships he's got a lot of equity in the right places mm -hmm. kanye is gonna be fine yep he's fine all now. right and yeah he's fine now. Yeah, he's exactly. what the he's hell am i talking now. about he's more than fine <laughs> he's fine now <laughs> thank you for correcting my dumb ass pray for kanye yeah he's more he's more than fine all right. All right. Well, I'm Angela. Oh, oh you think he's fine? By the way, Kanye. <laughs> no, he, he thinks he's more than fine. <laughs> he's not just fine. He is fine. He's freaking, 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 freaking. By the way, Kanye's the type of person to stress over that. I guarantee you, Kanye got a, a press release going to Forbes right now. Bro. Probably calling Forbes well, personally on the phone. 1.6 billion? Come he's, on. He's, he's done Come this on. before. Wait. Come on. He's done this before. But I will say this. I'm sure he anticipated this because the same thing happened last year when he submitted what his worth was. That's right. And then they said it was a lot less. So I'm pretty sure he anticipated this happening. Well, he better relax. They didn't even include his livestock in this estimate. Well, he better relax before the IRS takes him serious. They didn't include his livestock. Like, the, IRS, the IRS would be like, you want to be worth $6.6 .6 We'll treat you like you're worth $6.6 billion. .6 you owe us $3.3 That's right. I ain't having no conversation right. with y'all about that. Well, that is your rumor report. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, shout out to D-Nice, man. My brother DJ D-Nice released his single today. He did? Yeah. I know D-Nice is doing music again. Yeah, D-Nice is doing music again. He released the singles featuring Neo and, uh, shoot, what was uh, Khaled's R&B artist's name? Kent Jones. Kent Jones. Crazy Kent, that D-Nice's first single was called My Name is D-Nice. And guess what? D-Nice does not have to introduce himself no more. Not no, anymore. <laughs> the world knows D-Nice. We're going to try to get a single on before we get up out of here today. We, I got to get it. No. What you mean try? Bump, I, don't, I don't have it. I gotta, bump a Drake record. Bump one of the babies record. God bless Pop Smoke. We can bump one of his. We play a lot of them. I love bump right Rich. Now, but we ain't got it. I know you ain't got it in the system. Well, we put it in. We get yeah. it on before the show's over. Put it in. Put, speaking of putting and, it and in, get speaking, it on. Of putting it in. <laughs> speaking of putting it in, <laughs> who you giving that donkey hour, to? Florida, I need y'all to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with y'all, and please do remember that it is Freaky 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 Friday. Okay, let's keep the conversation about pegging going. <laughs> okay, put it in, get it on. All right, all right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Did you know it's Sleep Awareness Week? You might feel extra tired after springing forward over the weekend, and the sleep experts at Matches Firm are there to help. For a perfect night's sleep, visit MattressFirm.com or a Matches Firm near you. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. 
a Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Florida, Florida, Florida. Donkey of the day for Friday, March 19th goes to a Florida man named Eric Detige. I think I'm pronouncing his last name, last name correct. Eric Detige. Uh, good morning, Florida. This is your Uncle Charlotte, Mr. Lenard. How are you? I love you. I care for you. Don't think that because I get on the radio and remind people constantly that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Don't think for one second I don't love you because I do. And it's not that I am reminding people that Florida is crazy. Florida constantly reminds us that they are crazy. And this story today, wow, wow. Wow. Keep in mind, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday! And Eric Detige, who we should refer to as Eric D, was feeling freaky. I think those of us who are blessed to have a significant other, those of us who are blessed to be in a relationship, just to have companionship, we don't think about the folks who don't have that. Okay, Eric D is one of those people who doesn't have that. Now, Eric is 47 years old. He was arrested on a misdemeanor exposure of sexual organs charge. Exposure of sexual organs? What is that? What was he exposing? Well, let me read the first sentence in this article so we can get to it. This article comes courtesy of uh, thesmokinggun.com. This is the first line of the article. Listen, a pantless Florida man was arrested yesterday after police spotted him pleasuring himself with a pickle while on a private premises. What would you what, 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 what'd you say? I know you would want me to repeat that. Bring it back. I repeat. A pantless Florida man was arrested yesterday after police spotted him pleasuring himself with a pickle while on a private premise. Would you like to hear more of the police report? I'm going to tell you anyway. Police responded to a suspicious person call around 4 p.m. When they arrived, they saw Eric Detige lying on his back in front of a townhouse. He had on no pants or underwear. He had his penis in one hand and a large uneaten pickle in his other hand. The cop said in the police report, and I quote, Eric was using the pickle to penetrate his rectum while he was masturbating. Now, we did not discuss pegging yourself with pickles with men. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Say that. Okay. 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 I have so many questions. Okay. I just simply want to know what flavor was the pickle. I can't say that one either. Can't say that either. Okay, but I just described what he did. Okay, got you. All okay, right. let's okay. try this again. Let's I got it now. Again. I got it now. All right, let's try this again. I Bring can't dump okay. it anymore. I got, okay, I got it. All right, this is what it. What flavor was the pickle that he placed in his rectum? rectum. Cinnamon. Anybody want to? You think it was cinnamon? <laughs> what? Now, envy. I I, I, I kind of feel you. I, I I'll take sweet pickle for five hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. All right. More than likely, the pickle started off sweet, but when he placed it there, it probably turned sour. Okay, now I've heard of people being in a pickle, but this is the first time I've heard of a pickle being in a person. Now, I have, I have questions. Do you use KY or do you keep it organic and use pickle juice? Pickle juice. Pickle juice? Okay. Floyd, I'm trying to make sense of this for you, okay? What if Eric is attracted to cartoons? 
And he saw that episode of Rick and Morty when Rick turned himself into a pickle. Remember that? Listen. Rick? Where are you? On my workbench, Morty. Flip the pickle over. What? I'm gonna touch it and you're gonna tell me it's an alien <laughs> or something. Come on, flip the pickle, Morty. You're not gonna regret it. The payoff is huge. I turned myself into a pickle, Morty! Uh -huh. Boom! Big reveal. I'm a pickle. See? What if he thought the pickle was going to turn back to Rick? Or what if he thought the pickle was Rick? That's not it? Mm -mm. Okay. Florida, I'm trying to make sense of this, but I can't. All right, my mind is all over the place. Now you got me wondering why Buckwheat from the Little Rascals love pickles so much. Remember when the 1994 version of Little Rascals came out <laughs> and Buckwheat was talking to Porky? Listen. I love pickles. I'm crazy about them. I have two pickles. I have two pickles. I have two pickles today. Hey, hey. I'm not gonna dog my, my I'm not gonna do my dog buckwheat like that. Okay, buckwheat just love pickles like most people do. But you know what Eric Detige calls having two pickles? Hmm? Anybody? I don't wanna ask. No. It's no. A, <laughs> a threesome. Oh, That's all. Yeah. Come on, guys. I thought it was a double pickle tration. Nah, <laughs> come on, ye, stop it. That pickle train will not be derailed. Now, this is why bottom <laughs> shaming must stop. Okay, this is why bottoms deserve more respect. Now, I want to know, did he choose the pickle or did the pickle choose him? Oh, think about it. He might have been walking in the gas station, saw that big-ass, juicy pickle in a jar, and said, I know exactly what to do with you. And don't you judge, Eric. Don't you judge, Eric. See, I'm giving him donkey of the day for doing this in public, but don't act like you never walked in a store, saw mm. a big, juicy pickle in a jar, and couldn't Put, couldn't wait to put it in your mouth. Some wet ass pickle. <laughs> wet ass pickle. <laughs> wet ass pickle. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all scared to take it there. Eric is not. Whoa. All right. Eric said, I used to throw lips to the pick. Now I throw cheeks to the pick. Handle it. Does the pickle have a name? Do you say in your mind when you're on the way to the grocery store, I'm going to pick up Dill tonight? I'm going to rock Dill's world? Listen, man, a lot of y'all out there take companionship for granted. Where does a bottom in Florida go when his butt is feeling lonely? Clearly Whole Foods, nigga. Okay, you ever heard the <laughs> phrase? You ever heard the phrase, I'll give you a nickel if you tickle my pickle? I never knew what that meant until now. A lonely man roaming the streets with his last nickel wanted his pickle tickled. But what about when you want the pickle to tickle you? <sighs> Please give Eric to teach the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the dog. Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Florida. Mm, 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 mm. By the way, I hate pickles. Mm. And pickle juice. Pickle juice is disgusting. What about chocolate pickles? Don't pickle shame. That sounds gross. Dramos is hungry. He is. All right. Well, disgusted, let's stay with the team. It's Friday, so you know what that means. <laughs> it's freaky, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. Where are we going? All right. 805 So we're asking. What are y'all doing? <laughs> I don't know. This is all in me. Oh, I just want to make sure we know it's all guys know. in the studio. 800 When we were talking behind the scenes and we were Who talking, talking behind the scenes. We were talking to Dramos. Shut up, we man. We were talking about. Fellas, do you like to get pet? Oh, no, I did hear that conversation. Because mm -hmm. during the Horrible Decisions interview, Drama started Googling 
Pagan. Right. I did this is a lot. You you're the one who said that you had finger play before. Uh, uh, well, eight hundred. Yeah, he got he got finger he got finger pegged. All right. I've been with the same woman for twenty three years. We what does that mean? Fun. We have fun, sir. Still along with little finger finger. Up to the up to the knuckle. No, up to the knuckle. <laughs> How you know? How you know? I know what her fingers feel like. How many? Man, shut up. Leave me alone. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five. We're asking, <laughs> fellas, do you like getting pegged? And Whoa. women, do you like to peg your man, wow. your boyfriend, or your husband? This Let's is talk wild. about it. This is a healthy conversation. This is wild. It's sexual talk. People like these things. Wow. And we're talking about it. And this is a safe space. This is wild. This is a safe space. This is why the Breakfast Club is the perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness. Dramo, would you like to go first? No, we'll do it when we come back. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from fellas that like to get pegged and women that like to peg their men. Dramo about to tighten his mask up in this room now. Why are you staring at yeah. me? Yeah! Like we'll talk about it when we come uh, back. All right. Jamito. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. We going to suck Drake out of the spit down at the end of the beat. It's Freaky Friday, goddamn. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Pick up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 it's Freaky, 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 Freaky Friday. And we're asking, have you ever got pegged? Now, if you don't know what pegging is, Yee, explain what pegging is. It's when, can I, I don't know if I can say these words, when you put on a, can I say strap on? Yes. Yes. Okay, and you uh, simulate having sex in a man's. All right, when you put oh. on the strap on, you get in your back. That's what I'm it is. trying to say. That's what it <laughs> is. You can't say it. that either. You can't? No. Why not? I, I tried to say back. it properly. No penetration. We got to use like the doctor term. First of all, Dramo says, don't say it, show me. Shut up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's what Dramos guys, is right. trying to tell you this morning, so okay? Ye, um, have you ever uh, pegged somebody? No, I haven't. And my boyfriend, if I even like touch his butt, he gets mad. Like even if it's by accident. You tried <laughs> by accident. How do you touch his butt by accident? It ain't by accident. Well, we trying to break. You now you stick. might be in bed and just bring your hand there, and then he clench up. <laughs> That's not accident, dude. That means you need. What are you do doing? It. Goodness gracious! What are you doing? <laughs> That's because he listens to lip service. He, that's what that is. <laughs> we trying to break the stigma of butt play this morning. Charlemagne, have you? We're normalizing butt play. How about what? <laughs> okay, well, maybe I right, answer that. We talk about pegging, and then I'm asking you. No, 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 no. I've, I've never been pegged, but I would be lying. I've told y'all this on the radio before. I've, I've, I've been with my woman for 23 years. Yes, you don't have to, you don't have to start with. I've been with my woman for 23 years. Yeah, yes. but no, I'm saying I that because you. No, 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 you just don't let random anus. women do stuff like that. Okay, but yes, my wife has put her finger in my. How many? How many One finger? How you know? Jimmy, how I know? Would I you can count? Did, did you look back at it? Was it what, I can count, was, bro. Was that what it was? Did she slide? Did she slide it in easy, or was there some resistance? It was a lot of resistance. It was pretty easy. Um, how did you breathe? Were you like? No, I didn't know. I, I wasn't up on breathing exercises then, so it was really just one of those things where it was like, oh, yo, okay, I don't like that. That's, <laughs> That's a lot. You, you, told me, yeah. you told me it was more than one. Well, how many times did it happen? Uh, I don't know. It's not a lot. <laughs> freaking, freaking, it's not freaking a, liar. It's not a lot. I mean, it's not a lot. It's not. It's not something we into. I'm not into the. Right. I'm not well, into. Like the 25th no, time. No, 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 so the 25th no, time you were like, I don't like this. <laughs> yes. Tell us. Tell you what. Have I been pegged? No. But has your wife put her finger? Yes. Okay. How many times? I don't believe envy. <laughs> you don't believe me. How many what times? Don't you believe? I don't believe times? that you don't like it. Yeah. A couple of times. Okay. Is that something y'all do on the regular? <laughs> no. Yeah. 
Why are you lying? You, first of all, you sound like you're lying, by the way. You're I'm talking. not I'm telling you. Because, Amber, you answered the question before... Before like, he else even asked it. With me. I remember with my wife. Yeah, she hey, tried hey, it before. Hey, hey, hey. It wasn't necessarily my thing. Let <laughs> <That's laughs> me calm down. Calm down. I've had it done before, but why, it's not something I enjoy. Why are you yelling at us? Y'all are both up here lying. It's okay. We just why had a whole conversation. I, why I, is your voice so high? I'm not telling you lie about after after telling you. That's how you sound when it gets <laughs> Dramos, would you like it's to It's okay, guys. Life? It's okay. I've never participated in this. You never had a finger in your butt? No. You're a liar. I'm a liar because you like finger You're finger a liar. Dramos, look. Uno. <laughs> dos. <laughs> Trace. How many? That's how, damn, he just showed us how many he got. No, uh, only had one. <laughs> Dramos, you never had nobody base at to Kulu? Yeah, but yeah, one time I didn't like that. What the hell is what that? Was that? To uh, put her tongue in my anus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a goddamn liar. I didn't, why am I a liar? Because I don't like this. You keep your. <laughs> I don't like her because I don't like this. <laughs> 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 you need to grow up. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and, just to be, and just to be honest, you guys, there's a lot of nerve endings there. It's a lot of sensitivity. The G spot is there. So it's okay if you like American it. American Pie ruined a lot of men because a lot of men <laughs> thought they were missing out on something after they saw Stifler get, you know, aroused in American Pie. No, that was a movie. All right. Hello, who's this? Oh, my name is Jackie, but my professional name is Miss Myway. I'm a dominatrix. Oh, Lord. There we go. <laughs> and I peg men professionally. Really? What is professionally? How many times do you have to, to do it before you get a professional record? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, they pay me good money to do it, so. How much? One fifty an hour. Cash only. Why did y'all ask that? Why did y'all ask that? Like you want to know? <laughs> no, 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 no. How much? How much? An okay, hour of pegging? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and they line up for it. Line. Now, how do you get? How do you prepare them for for people who are listening at home and for guys who've always wanted to try it but never did it? How do you prepare it? You definitely need to do enemas because. It's better if it's clean, because if you have to worry about being dirty, you're not going to want to do it. That's why I Ew, said that yeah. sweet pickle turned to a sour pickle, goddammit. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, Mama. We got a guy on the line that actually likes it. Hello, who's this? It? Hey, it's Nico from Lansing, Michigan. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Why are you so, so <laughs> hype, bro? It just got pegged. Oh, because it... Man, I'm telling you. He's like, they talking my talk this so, morning. So you like That's why I rock with your breakfast money club. Talk. But anyway, good morning, Charlamagne, Envy. Good morning, sir. How you are you? You enjoy to get pegged. I'm actually... Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is my ex, she got me into the club. You know, I was I'm very uncomfortable about the situation. And she asked me one day, do you want your ass You know, I have a very hairy, you know, bottom. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I said, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, a couple hours later, she said, hey, you want to try something? I was like, anything for you, you know what I'm saying? She's my girl, you know, mm -hmm. I was trying to make it right. And, uh, yeah, she, she pulled out her little, her little toy, her little butt plug, and she tried it, and... And that should still be your girl now. Why y'all not together now? Well, the thing is that she's, she's moving to California, and it was a mutual, it was a mutual thing, you know. Dang. Uh, Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? Did you graduate to like bigger butt plugs as you went on? Like you started small, and then it got a little bigger, and then a little bigger. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm comfortable enough to even share with you that I had a situation with myself in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Now, and then after now, that, it was it was. So you pledge yourself in the shower. Now, do you, are you going to ask the next girl for that? Are you going to say, hey, you know, this is what I like? You know, that's something I can't answer at this point in time because I don't know who I'm going to be with. Have you ever put a pickle in your... Uh... Sounds bumpy. I have not put a pickle in my... What's the craziest thing you've ever 
Bong, bong. <laughs> I have one question. What's the craziest thing you put in your? It was uh oh man. No, I can't say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go to commercial, but let the record show Envy is more interested in the man who got something in his than he was the lady who put stuff in the man. Just want to throw that out I'm just asking the man a question. Would you want to give him tickets to your next seminar? 800 You want to give him free tickets to your next seminar, Envy? Just answer the question before we go. What's the craziest thing you put in your Hurry, hurry, hurry. A seven and a half inch one. Nice. Right, man, man. Eyes lit. Oh, Emery's like, I got four free tickets for him. Emery's like, I'm going to show him what a renovation looks like. Goodness gracious. I know what interior design feels like. 800 585 We're talking pegging this morning because it's Freaky 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 Friday. And we're asking, fellas, uh, if you like to get pegged and women, do you like pegging your man? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Put on like one of those furry butt plugs, too. Yes. Ornament for your ass. It's Freaky Friday, goddamn. The Breakfast Club. What's up, bitches? Club, bitches! Call me! Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on! 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means! It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday! And we're asking 800-585-1051. Uh, we're talking about pegging today. Uh, something that Dramos brought up behind the scenes and oh, it just God. caught on. Behind asking, the scenes, keyword. Mm -hmm, we're asking fellas out there, do you enjoy it? And women, do you enjoy to do it? Thank you for being so honest this morning, by the way, too. Dramos. Dramos. Man, shut up, man. Hello, it. who's this? This is Madam. Madam? Are you a sir or ma'am? I'm a sir. Okay, sir. All right, so, so you like to be pegged. I love to pick. Okay. How often do you get pegged? I get pegged often. And quite frankly, when I'm in intercourse with my significant other or whoever I choose, they like to get pegged too. Where you from, New Orleans? Nah, I ain't from New Orleans. Where you from? Georgia. Georgia. Tell them Georgia. Okay, Georgia. okay. Okay. All right, what's, what's... How did you get started? Me, okay, I'm gay. So, I deal with DL, as you can call it, people. Mm -hmm. Oh, men. And, you know, behind closed doors, men like stuff like that. You know, you got some real freaking men out there who are right. trying to do it because of what their stereotype they is. Mm -hmm. But, once they get with somebody who they comfortable with, they'll try mm -hmm. anything. Right. Your voice, feels, your, your voice sounds like it makes it hurt more. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You see that laugh, you know? <laughs> well, what's the craziest thing you put up your butt, sir? Uh, oh, I don't put no food up there. Now, I just heard what I was talking about. I don't put food. <laughs> but the craziest thing I put a deal, though. That's not crazy. Okay. That's what yeah, they're that's envy. Shut up. <laughs> Fake news. Thank you, sir. <laughs> can we go Can we go to one more, man? Let's get one more. Let's go one more. Hello, who's this? This is Monica. Hey, hey Monica. Monica. You're a little too happy about this. Oh. Okay, I'm ready. All right, Mo Monica, you like to peg your man? <laughs> Do you like to peg your man, Monica? First of all, let me just say this. I am a nurse, and I work at a prison, right? Whoa. So, we got a lot of... I ain't gonna say we got a lot. Okay, just look. It's a lot of ass problems going on in prison, right? So, <laughs> I don't play them ass days. You feel me? 
It's a difference. So what's Listen, the craziest thing you've seen in somebody's butt? No, uh, yeah, I want to know when you say ass games, do people come to you because they got issues? Like, or something stuck? First, first of all, HIPAA is strong out here on these streets, so I can't really speak on nothing specific. But it's a lot of ass games. Like, yeah, I've seen a lot of crazy things working in a prison. I think I, <laughs> the most craziest thing I've seen, though, thus far... You know, because they don't really have access to things. I wouldn't say the pickle. I say a banana peel got stuck in the rectum. A whole peel? Uh, a whole peel. Well, let me I ask you a that question. Was the most craziest thing. You keep referring to this as ass games. Who's winning? The tops or the bottoms? <laughs> uh, definitely the bottoms is winning. Shout out to all my wow. bottom bitches in the prison too. Hey. They, they real. All right. Well, yes. th- thank you, Mama. Just one last question. Do you pay? Do you pay? Fearless. Oh no, he won't let me do it for him. You want to try though, don't you? I, I, but you know, I'm just a little sad bit of freak in me, so I always want to try everything once. You always try everything once. I just right. got depressed. I, you know why I got depressed? Wait, hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on, y'all. I got 140. Five followers on my Instagram. So can I shout out my Instagram? Hurry up, hurry up. We gotta go. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Monica, okay, my, my Instagram is Monica underscore boss 56. Monica underscore. Thank you, Monica. Monica underscore boss 56. I appreciate everything y'all do, though. All right, thank you, Mama. What's the moral of the story? I don't know what the moral of the story is, but I got just, I got so depressed thinking that somewhere right now, there is a man that is somebody's bottom bitch in prison. That's all Jesus you got? Christ. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't well, commit crime, kids. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Dr. Dre. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Doctor. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Dr. Dre wants the judge to grant him with single status in his very long and messy divorce that he has with his estranged wife, Nicole Young. He's saying that everything is beyond repair. You know, she's alleging that he held a gun to her head on two separate occasions in 2000 and 2001, punched her in the face twice, and also kicked down the door of a room that she had been hiding from his rage in 2016. She says that she suffers from PTSD as a result of the media uh, mogul's alleged verbal and emotional abuse. So she requested an emergency restraining order that was denied after the judge ruled that additional evidence was needed to grant her order. But he's saying now he just wants to be declared single. Mm. But ain't that the whole point of the divorce? Yeah, but you know, it takes a long time to work out the details of your divorce. So in the meantime, I guess, you know, he wants to make sure. Because right now, you know, she was also asking for temporary spousal support. He agreed to it after uh, getting that brain aneurysm. She's getting $2 million per month and $5 million to cover her legal fees. He want to change that Facebook status. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is. He could change that now. He don't need that for that. Yeah, he is pretty much single now. I will say that. And today is also Friday, so you know what that means. It's freaky, freaky, freaky. freaky. That's not it. Besides that, there's also new music out today. All right, y'all got to calm down this morning. (laughs) You guys were yelling and going crazy. All right, Benny the Butcher and Harry Ford, the plugs I met too. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) The plug I met too. Okay. I can't wait to listen. here is Benny Butcher featuring 2 Chains Plug Talk. That's what y'all were doing this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk. The interview 
just talking plug talk. Got my name off a of drug talk. Ten toes solid. That's what I down, get you. Yeah. The interviews talking plug talk. Got my name off a of drug talk. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. Bilingual and I'm multifaceted. Chris Kringle when I'm in my baggage. 100 feet above average. By 21, I was a savage. By 22, I had a foreign. By 23, I had crashed it. On 24, like mash burn. 25 letters on my dresser. Yes, yeah, sir. Mm. Mm. Can't wait to check that out later. Salute to Benny the Butcher. Yes, DDG and OG Parker die for respect is out today. Also, Tokyo Jets cancel culture is out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Bieber's album, Justice, is out right now. Here is his song with Gibeon and Daniel Caesar, Peaches. And I'll be right here with you today. I got my peaches out in Georgia. I get my weed from California. I took my chick up to the north, yeah. I get my light right from the source, yeah. Yeah, that's it. You ain't sure, yeah. But I'm for Is he still on Def Jam? Yeah. I haven't heard nothing about Bieber in a long time. Feels like it'd be more, no, he was... messed, you know, more craziness around him. His album coming out, right? All right. Also, CJ featuring Rowdy Rebel in French Montana. Whoopty and YC. Remix is a movie. Show me the like Boosie. She jump off the vert like Uzi. Blue cheese. blue cheese. Model face like Karuchi. Makeup like Jeezy and Gucci. Flow like big with the coochie. Swagged out. I'ma ride on him till that max out. Play rap back out. When I only fans with his ass out. Sleazies. You know I'm back with Sleazies. My neck full of Fiji. King of New York out of PC. Back on my boat. AR with a full clip. FDR with a new whip. I would have loved to hear Bobby Schmurd on that one. That's the one I wanted to hear Bobby Schmurd on. He sounded like French a little bit. New York. That was French Montana. That's the remix. That was French. <laughs> oh, I thought that was uh, oh, French CJ. Roddy okay. Rebel and CJ on. I would love to hear Bobby on that too, though. All right. All right. Other notable singles Jack Boy and Russ on My Masters, Little TJ featuring Polo G and Fabio Foreign, Headshot, Young Dolph, and Key Glock, Sleep with the Roaches. Man, that song's so hard. Look, hey, listen, <laughs> Sleep with the Roaches is so, so hard. I was listening to that. A lot yesterday when I was working out. Salute to Memphis. I must say the mm-hmm. best rappers in the game to me personally, this is Charlamagne the God, my personal opinion, are in Memphis right now. Between Pooh Shiesty, Young Dolph, Moneybag Yo, Key Glock, man, them brothers be snapping. And when you got that Memphis accent with that lyricism, they, they yo, drop one of the clues bombs for Memphis. I literally was listening to Sleep with the Roaches yesterday on the uh title New South playlist. All right, T Grizzly featuring Lil Dirk, White Lows off Designer, Young Manny featuring Flo Millie and Sada Baby. Clap for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are just some things that are out today that you guys can check out. All right, and that is your rumor report. Man, I wish y'all had Sleep with the Roaches clean. Calm down. That song's so hard. I get it for you, man. Nah, young, Do- young Dolphin Key Glock snapping on Sleep with the Roaches. That song is hard. And how are you just going to forget my brother D Nice, man? D Nice released a single today. I thought you were going to play it. I'm going to play it after the mix. It's called. Uh, yeah, okay. There we go. No Plans for Love, Neo and Kent Jones. But right now, let's get to the woo. All right. You know, this weekend, we're doing Raekwon versus Ghostface hey. versus. So let's just get on some woo. Let's get on some Ray. Let's get on some Ghostface. Let's start. Let's start the feeling. And, and let's start I've, the weekend right. And I've uh, made up my mind that I'm definitely uh, downloading the Triller app to watch um, the Ghostface Raekwon versus tomorrow because I want to watch that on TV. Right. I want. I gotta watch it on TV. I need to see it the right way. Yes. Correct. All right. I'm with you. All right. Revolt. We'll see you Monday, everybody else. Let's go. 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. They offer the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford. Make the right call and go with the General. Call 800 General or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Women's History Month. What are we doing, Yee? Today, we are repping for Patsy Mink. She was the first Asian-American woman and the first woman of color to be elected to the United States Congress back in 1964. In her four decades there, she wanted to amplify the voices and rights of immigrants, women, and children. She also aggressively championed the legislation that brought academic and athletic equity to American educational institutions. She said it is easy enough to vote right and be consistently with the majority, but it is more often more important to be ahead of the majority. And this means being willing to cut the first furrow in the ground and to stand alone for a while if necessary. She was also the first Asian American to seek the Democratic presidential nomination. Who won the world? Girls. It's Women's History Month, and we're celebrating the most influential women in history. Check out this phenomenal woman. It's always been my belief that no matter how many laws we pass, any part of our society uh, adheres to a sexist notion that uh, men should do certain things and women should do certain things, and then begin to inculcate our babies with these notions through curriculum development and so forth, then we'll never be rid of the basic causes of sex discrimination. So the women's educational equity provision, which is designed to provide monies for small groups, institutions, women's organizations, school systems, universities, whatever, to try to uh, grapple with this problem, do some very intensive work in curriculum revision, textbooks. And so I suppose the purpose of my bill is really to free the human spirit, to make it possible for everyone to achieve according to their talents and wishes. And that was another phenomenal woman in history. When we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Salute to Mandy and Wheezy. Mandy and Wheezy for joining us this morning. Horrible Decision Podcast. Yeah, collectively known as Horrible Decisions. Um, you can go check that full interview out on The Breakfast Club YouTube page. It's Breakfast Club Power 1051. I'm trying to find a way to shorten um, our YouTube name. Plus, we're, you know, we're a nationally syndicated show, so it's kind of weird to have, you know, one station on the YouTube. But, right. You know, even though, even though this is our headquarters. But, yeah, salute to Mandy and Weezy, and make sure you subscribe to the Horrible Decisions podcast, available everywhere you listen to podcasts on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note. Man, the positive note is simply this. Stop following the crowd because they are lost as f- Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?